Hello and welcome to the Cozy Time Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hutch has the best comedic timing. Yeah, he does. to the gayest generation my name is kira i'm hillary i'm gabe this week we're discussing uh department stores on the pod uh we were gonna discuss uh slightly different things uh we were gonna take a trip to the great white north to go to ikea who wants to tell this story it should be someone who doesn't sound like me which I, I can start because I was on the IKEA website. Yeah. Well, and... let's 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 introduce this segment by saying <laughs> that we've only put out like two episodes right now, and the the point of this podcast is to prove that millennials are more competent and more discerning than pop culture would have you believe. <laughs> However. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by incompetence. Yeah, every everything that happened on our attempt to visit IKEA reinforces the notion that we are incredibly incompetent. So Gabe can start. <laughs> so the intention was to go to IKEA, look at furniture, buy some stuff, and decide whether IKEAs are worth millennials' time, basically. So I was on the IKEA website prior, and I did not notice that it was only an order for pickup location. So we couldn't actually shop there once we got there. We did not know this until, until we were attempting to cross the border. Yes. So we were informed by the border guard. Yes. Who was incredibly suspicious of us <laughs> for reasons that we'll, we'll now get into. Yeah. So I guess for context for anybody that's listening that's not, because in Buffalo, um, there are no Ikeas in Western New York. So in order for us to go to Ikea, we had to cross the border and go to Canada. Um, so we pulled, we pulled up to the border. We let Gabe, Gabe came and picked Kira and I up and I rushed out the door to, to get to the car. Um, she was in the bathroom when I came. I don't know if that's relevant, but it's funny. It's I, was, relevant. I was being rushed out the door. Kira oh, told me oh, I wasn't Kira was telling me. me I wasn't tying my shoes fast enough. <laughs> to be fair, she never ties her shoes in the first place, so I don't know why she chose that time to tie her shoes instead of I'll let you tell it. Well, so we keep our passports in the little in the little like basket by the front door. And until October of this year, Kira didn't have a passport, so I was very used to being the only passport in the little basket thing. So I grabbed the passport that was uh, visible to me, and I did not check it, and I ran out the door and got in Gabe's car. And so we got to the border like five minutes later, pull up to the thing, and as we're like pulling up to the little kiosk thing, 
Kira reminded me that she actually does have a passport because we recently had to fly into Canada. Um, We hand over our IDs, what I thought was my passport, Gabe's passport, and Kira's enhanced license. And the the woman at the border guard at the border says, uh, "So there's Gabriel," and Gabe says, "That's me." And there's Kira, and Kira says, "That's me." She goes, "And who's the third person in the?" It's like, "That's me." And she goes, "So where's your where's your ID?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's in your hand, and she goes, "Nope, I got I got two for Kira. I don't have anything for you." And that's when I realized that I grabbed the wrong passport. Um, so I said this to the border guard and she was not amused, pulled out my regular driver's license, which you cannot cross the border with and handed it to her. And she said, uh, it's been a law since 2009 that you need to have a passport to cross the border. And I was like, I know I forgot. Can we just turn around? Cause I've, I've accident. I, I don't know if you've ever accidentally gotten to the border without ID before. No, no. I have. <laughs> um, we took a wrong turn. We took a, I was like on like a field trip or something with like college people and we took a wrong turn and like got, I'm sorry, a college field trip. Yeah, it was for field ecology. Oh, okay. It was a field, field trip. Work. It was field. Yeah, oh, okay. we were like, doing field work. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing field. I thought you got on the magic school bus. My very much to the same place. No, no, no. I've accidentally gone to Canada without ID before because um, we were doing work at Art Park, and if you get on the the northbound one ninety, it it drops you right onto the Queen St. Louisan Bridge, and you can't turn around. So we accidentally did you, that. You can. You just go into duty free. You can now. <laughs> How long ago was this? Like four years. <laughs> How did you miss the Lewiston exit? I fucked up. I wasn't driving. <laughs> I'm cutting all of this out. No one cares about Lewiston. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway, so the person, so so the person realized like we're we're not gonna get into Canada. And she was like, do you have any weapons? And we were like, no. And she goes, do you have any cannabis products? We said, no. She's like, pull into the side. I realized as we were pulling away to go to secondary inspection that I actually did have a weapon on me because I carry a knife with me at all times. So at this point, I'm just like fingers crossed hoping that they don't search us. Whoops. Yeah, so then, I don't know. It wasn't like a, a huge deal. We had to talk to Kit Canada for a while. And the Canadian border agent was like, oh, yeah, they're being really strict over on the U.S. side, especially because of the shutdown. So I don't know how long you're going to have to wait on that side. But like, (laughs) which doesn't actually make sense to me, because as they noted, we never like even though we technically crossed the border, we were never in Canada's jurisdiction and they didn't let us through. So, like, we were yeah. we were in the U.S.'s jurisdiction, so how can they not let us back? What are we supposed to do? Sit at the border for years? I mean, we could have gotten detained. Yeah, that we could have gone to prison. That doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. Well, I don't think we would have gotten to prison, but we could have gotten detained and interrogated and searched, and then Hillary would have gotten in trouble for the knife. Yeah, I got, I've been stopped at the, not like, as like a kid, like, I've been stuck at the border for six, eight hours at, like, secondary inspection. What'd your mom do? Frank did it. What'd Frank do? Um, I think it was like uh it was like a high alert time. It was like two thousand three yeah. or two thousand four. Sure. And I think the guy was just in a bad mood and Frank didn't open our our um 
he had his passport, Olivia had the passport, and then Maddie and I had our green cards, and he didn't have them, like, open and ready, and he was just acting, like, cagey, so they pulled him aside for, like... I, I never hand the passports open. They're always closed. Wait, you always had your passport open, so how did you not see already? I just opened it to the first page. I didn't, like, look at the so picture. Observant. Wow. Well, it was also dark. Yeah, so he, he they, they pulled us aside. I think it was partially random, partially because it was, like, a man transporting three kids who weren't, like, all his. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh. it was also 2003 or four. Kids that don't look like his, mostly. Well, yeah, and, like, kids, like, with green cards and mixed with kids that don't have green cards. <laughs> position to be yeah. in. Um Anyway. Anyway, so they could have they could have detained us for a while, and we were like right, in custody. Stupid. Because, <laughs> like I said, we were still in U.S. jurisdiction the whole time. Well, yeah. At least they didn't make you pay any tolls. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. We passed through before we hit the toll booth. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they they pulled my record and they like asked me a bunch of questions and. Saw that I had been to Canada before without ID, because apparently they flagged that forever. Um, oh, yeah, because of the, the thing you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the information the government has on you. Um, and then they just gave us a form and sent us back. But <coughs> she basically just, like, lectured us for a while. I don't know. Yeah. Someone else want to talk about when we came back? It wasn't, like, a big... Uh, she was just, like, pressed... She was yeah, the U.S. border guard. Person. The U.S. border guard could not believe how stupid you were. <laughs> like she was, she was just floored. <laughs> she like asked us. Florida hasn't gotten a paycheck in like four weeks. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I think she was like trying to trip us up, or like thought we were lying because the story yeah. was so stupid. Yeah, because she asked, <laughs> she asked us all individually multiple times, like where we lived and what we did for a living and how we all knew each other and all this stuff. So I will say she did a thing that really grinds my fucking gears. Oh, I know what you're talking Check about. Check that you two were married? Yes. Yeah. When this happens often to me and Hillary that like we'll be in a group and so either we will say or someone else will say they are married and like gesture to me and Hillary and the person will go to each other? <laughs> In that kind of voice, mm-hmm. and it 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 just really gets my goat. Yeah. Yeah, we were in a group of three, and I was the one who said they are married. Yeah. So like, there's no scenario where it's not Hillary and Kira married. Like, yeah, you have both of our IDs that have our address on it, and our last name is the same. Hey, Hutch. <laughs> Hutch is climbing all over Gabe right now. Where's your bone? He ate it. He ate the already? whole thing already? Yeah. We need to get him some bigger bones. They don't sell the regular bully sticks anymore. Because I Why? guess there's a salmonella problem with them. Oh, shit. Oh. If they're not checking people food right now, they're, oh, they're definitely, definitely not, not checking, checking dog, dog food. bones. <laughs> Alright, we'll just, we'll just pet him for a minute and see how this goes. Anyway, yeah, so it kind of just illustrates, like, we were so dumb. <laughs> That the border guard didn't even believe how dumb we are. Yeah. And, like, you gotta imagine border guards see the whole range of Stupid. human <laughs> stupidity. So, oops, we fucked up. Oops. So, I don't know, Kira, you had a, a an order of ways you wanted to do this, right? 
Was uh, this the time where you wanted to talk about? Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, I do want to say really quickly, because I, I don't think I said earlier, I'm uh, uh, incredibly sick, so that's why I sat like this. And I'm sorry that you all have to listen to it. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Yeah. You're so... driving this bus, babe. <laughs> Great. Oh, you know what else? This is not at all relevant. Uh, another 90s action movie that we need to watch is uh, Speed. Is that the one with Sandra Bullock and the bus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it, but we can oh, watch it again. Oh, yeah. I want to watch it again. I'm shocked that you've seen it. Oh, I it's guess on... your mom likes Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah, it was on TNT, though. It was one of the, like, ten oh. movies that they played. Okay. <coughs> okay, uh, so in previous episodes, we never really actually discussed, like, I don't know, we never did our, like, intro class to, what are millennials? <laughs> Uh, so I just wanted to briefly say that uh, millennials are, there's, the exact cutoff is debated, but it's basically if you were born in the early 1980s to 2002, I don't know why the tail end has a specific year and the beginning doesn't. I, 9-11! I, I take issue with this because <laughs> with no factual basis, I firmly believe it should the cutoff should be December 31st, 1999. I think the it end. should be September 12th, 2001. <laughs> oh! <laughs> or maybe 10th, did you say? What? September what? 12th, 2001. I I would argue for that. That's a pretty I'm big... I'm actually being pretty serious. The, my teachers in high school all talked about the 9-11 generation, because there was, like... I remember specifically one of my teachers was really floored that we thought it was okay to, like, search a grandma with a colostomy bag at the airport. <laughs> Because that was, like, a, a news story at the time that people were, like, outraged over. And, like, my entire class was like, she could be a terrorist! And my teacher was just like, y'all are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in a fucked up world. Exactly. I mean, like, you remember second grade. Like, our... No. Okay, well, our second grade teacher played um, God Bless the USA on repeat every single day for all of, like our free t- free periods that's true um as much as i want to talk about the effect that 9-11 had on the world ethos <laughs> i also don't want this podcast to be like a huge bummer so i feel like we're being light and breezy about it sure uh Let's anyway be light and breezy about 9-11 my bigger point was that i don't care what you all think the cutoff should be this is what it is oh, yeah i mean that seems reasonable i just wanted my opinion out there I'm glad. <laughs> Everyone has an opinion. Some are more wrong, but you know. Millennials are. This came from a uh, Monster.com article. Okay. Let's try the that author- again without the hutch sneeze. <laughs> the authority on all things millennial, Monster.com. Well. Isn't that a dating site? Monster? Match. Monster com. is a career site. Um, it's like pre. <laughs> pre. Um, Monsters, like, you know, yeah, like... Okay. Okay, um, anyway. (laughs) Well, I chose the Monster.com one because it was one of the few that I found that wasn't, like, a a slideshow format, and I know that you all hate that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I hate it, too. But, um, a lot of the articles I found that actually talked about the stereotypes about millennials were, of course, like 
based in their workplace behaviors because that's all that matters, as sure. we know. Um, so millennials are uh, entitled. Yeah. We want trophies just for showing up. We're the participation trophy generation. We're distracted and disconnected because of technology. We're job hoppers. Uh, basically, we spend money on stupid shit, in a word. And we're a generation of idealists and dreamers. It's not stupid. I wore this to work today. You <laughs> <laughs> did it. I did. Not these pants, but we're okay. We're laughing because at... well, 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 we'll, we'll we, went, we went to a department store and Hillary bought something and she's wearing it. And that's all we'll say. Right Gabe now. thinks it was a waste of money. I didn't. So... Say that. We'll, we'll post a picture on the Twitter. Um, okay, so just briefly through this list. Like, yeah, did you guys have any comments about that? About um, anything that I said? I mean, of course, we don't all don't think that this is 100% true, but were there any that stood out to you guys as being like, okay, maybe? We are all job, job hoppers. hoppers. For sure. Okay. But that is... Can, way- I, can I say, I read another article that said that's actually the leastest, truest, <laughs> the least true of... Millennial stereotypes. Oh, interesting. They're actually more devoted to their employers than previous generations. Is it because we're so dependent on health insurance? (laughs) Probably, yeah. That actually surprises me because I thought we were the biggest job hoppers. Mostly because they don't give us the same shit they used to give people. Yeah, and like, I've been lucky to get raises every year that I've been at any company, but I know that's not the case with, like, a lot of, like, the best way to improve your salary is to job hop and just, like, start, name your starting salary higher. Yeah, I think that that ties into, like, millennials and women in general. I mean, uh, women specifically are, like, scared or more scared to ask for larger salaries going in, so I think that they're also afraid... I, th- I think millennials want stability, so I think that they're also afraid of, like, taking that risk to, like, ask for a higher wage elsewhere. Yeah, maybe. But that's a whole other podcast. What else is on here? Spends money on stupid shit. True. Um, I don't... I mean, I spent money yesterday, but beyond that, I don't really spend money on anything. I would say... In my personal experience, um, Hutch is making sweet love to our pride flag right now with his nose. Hey, those are on fire. Hitler. Get out of here. Get out of here, you. You're definitely going to set your hair on fire by doing this. I'm an expert. Okay, in your experience. I, I mean, millennials that are, that are not, the f- I mean, you spend money on stupid shit all the time. Too. Absolutely. Yeah, you do. But I have a lot of money to spend. So. Yeah, you're, you you have a percentage of money that you can spend. The millennials I knew Wait, do, we're still at, oh. do spend their money on pretty stupid shit. Um, I think that millennials spend their money on stupid shit, but they spend it on stupid shit that is cheap anyway. Yeah. Like. I buy everything half off. Look at the, look at the way we, sh- I mean, I guess we should get into it now. Well, is there anything else on this list? 
I mean, there anything else y'all wanted to touch on? I thought that the idealist slash dreamers thing was like very true, but I don't see why that's a negative. But I, I think that I. I think that the flip side of that is to say or the same side, whatever. I mean, I, I is, know what. Yeah, say so you're not practical is, but, and realistic. Yeah, but um, the distracted and disconnected because of technology. I don't think that's just a millennial thing. Like, no, I agree. No. That's definitely an everyone who knows how to use a smartphone thing. Yeah. Which is everyone except for, like, the silent generation. Yeah. Which one? The... The one before baby boomers. So, like... So, like, born the in the... Dead ones? Born in the 30s. No. People that are in their, like, 80s and 90s now. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, do we want to get into it? Yeah. So, okay. after we failed to cross the border, um, <laughs> Gabe didn't have to go to work until, like, 11 p.m., so we were like, well... We're here, so let's find something else. So we picked a different department store. We went to JCPenney at the Boulevard Mall, <clears throat> which is a mall, mall that is refusing to go gently into that good night. <laughs> um, uh, it's definitely on its way out. The Sears that's in it just closed. They don't have a food court anymore because they replaced it with a Dick's, like... There's really nothing in it except for Hot Topic and a vape store and JCPenney. Yeah, I actually went to the... T- I kind of wish we had... I We didn't because I'm sick and I was tired and cranky, but I kind of wish we had walked around the mall because I don't know when the last time you guys were there was. Long time. Less than a year ago. Um, well, I was just there to go Christmas shopping with your sister not long ago. Mm-hmm. Two, mo- two months ago. Yeah, November. Not even a month ago. Yeah. Um, and... There's such a, there really is a strange, I mean, I know this episode isn't about malls, but I wanted to just touch on this. There really is a strange assortment of stores in there now, because I guess the rent is getting cheaper, so now there's like a secondhand bookstore, an antique shop uh, that is clearly just like some old lady, like, selling her shit. (laughs) Um... There is a vape store. I think there's two vape stores. Yeah, I wasn't kidding when I said there's a vape store under JCPenney and that's it. Like, I know there's a vape store in there. Yeah, and then there's um an army recruiting <laughs> office yeah. that you, like, you can't even really go into. Um, so it's kind of interesting to so see So how do how... I get recruited? I'm sure I mean, there's a can, guy there. There's, like, a desk. Days. There's a front desk. But, oh. like, that's it. It's just a, de- it's, it's just a front just desk, desk that you okay. can see. Um. And then there was a couple of, like, smaller dress dress shops and tailor kind of things. And Hot Topic. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's still <laughs> some, some mall staples in there, but in, in the spots that have closed, like the Hollister is now the bookstore mm-hmm. and, like, that kind of thing, there's, there are some kind of odd and cool shops popping up. Hmm. And, like, my, a spoiler alert, but my stance is pro department stores and malls, um, so I think shopping is fun but yeah i just wanted to touch on how kind of weird malls have gotten that when they are still alive or on their way out i guess mall gothic well that's kind of well okay that's kind of cool because there is like there was like a mall that was around here when we were younger that like died (coughs) um summer park yeah summer park um and it did not ha- that didn't happen with it. Mm-hmm. All the stores died, and then Bonton and like a pizza store, and like that was basic. And like I think a, like some sort of hunting outdoor store 
that was all that was left. Sears. And Sears. Sears was the last <laughs> thing to die there. Yep, and Sears, yeah. Um, and all that, like, everything else between it, it was just, like, mall walkers in there, and mm. nobody, like, took up that storefront space. All I remember <coughs> is there was this, like, inflatable Titanic slide that was, like, in the center of the mall that you could, like... On. It was specifically the Titanic. It was the Titanic, yeah. The symbolic. The Titanic was just like sideways. Yeah, it was and sideways. You slide down. And you slide down the... Yeah. How callous. I feel like. Yeah. Have you, have you, do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. This sounds like a fever dream. It happened. Um, I've seen that. that in... I know it's been some time since the Titanic, <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of poor taste. Hold on. Um, yeah, it was, it was specifically the Titanic going into the ocean, and it was a big slide. Like a water slide? No, it was like just a regular slide. Yeah. You have a picture? Yeah. I'll lose a picture. We'll put this on the Twitter too. Yeah. Wow. My goodness. So I like the way that the boulevard mall's going. <laughs> Although if you wanted to add a slide, I'd be good with it. Alright, so should we talk about JCPenney? Okay, so the yeah, the department store that we chose to go to was JCPenney. Um one of the I guess right off the bat, one of the things that I wanted to talk about with department stores is uh, they're all the same shit. Yeah. Um, And that, according to the USA Today article uh, that I read in preparation for this Ooh, you did your homework. That is one of the reasons that they are dying, because they are the same shit. And, for example, the whole time that we were driving there after we decided we're not going to Canada tonight... Or I guess it was decided. Decided. It was decided for us. Decided for us. <laughs> um, the whole time we were driving there, I thought we were going to Macy's. Yeah. I thought there was a Macy's in that mall, but I don't think there is, unless it's on the other side. It's on the other side. There is, is a Macy's. Oh. There's both in the same mall. Yes. There used Goodness. to be a Macy's, a Sears, a Macy's for men, and a J.C. Penney, and a J.C. Penney for men. Wow. Some malls even have all that and a Bonton, or had. Wow. Um, Didn't Bonton die? Bonton, di- I mean, now it's, it's dead. Okay. It, I think the last one around here just closed. Yeah. The one at Easter Hills. Yeah. But yeah, it is all the same shit. It's so, so, Lord, Lord and Taylor has a little bit of higher end stuff, but like, even that is like not. Um, is Liz Claiborne high end? No, or is that middle, just... middle okay. tier, I think. Because uh, that was just one of the big brands that I noticed. And I was wondering about that. I think it's uh, Suburban Mom Fancy. Okay. If that makes sense. I don't think, okay. like, any true high-end retailers are working through department stores most of the time. Well, they're not working That's through department stores used to be. Yeah, they're not working through... No, de- yeah, but... They're not, not working not through anymore. department stores in Amherst. They're working through department stores in New York City and London and, like, that yeah. kind of shit. Because those ones are still, like, like the flagship stores are definitely still, like, a thing, right? No, yeah. But, but, but most like, of the high-end places just open their own small store. Like, yeah. you go to your coach or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Do your shit. Um, yeah, but they are basically, like, all the ones that you can go to here, yeah, they're all the same. They all sell the same shit. They sell, like, night, like, you can go on your... Yeah, um, so, we... We went through the whole store, um, even Basically. stuff that we would never yeah. dream of buying, like our <laughs> own washer dryer, mm. <laughs> that's our own refrigerator, that sort of thing. 
um, we went through the whole store, and um, I guess, I, what do you guys want to talk about first? I mean, I have a list here. Um, we went in without any kind of goal, and we walked in, like, just because of the door that we walked in into. We walked into the men's section, um, and, I mean, the selection was actually not bad. Um, we, no, like... I didn't think so. For men. For men, yeah. For men. The no, men's section... We'll, we'll get there for women. Yeah, the men's section was not bad. There was, like, a lot of stuff that was cute, like, that was, like, reasonably priced, at least in the clearance section, like... We kind of missed the like post holiday markdown season. We're like at the tail end of it. I think we're still in it. We're towards the end. Most of the stuff, anything good would be gone. There was still Christmas shit on the shelves. Like you just bought Christmas pants in the clearance section, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's definitely approaching. Most of the good shit was already gone. That was marked down. Oh sure, yeah. Um, yeah, it had fairly good selection. I will say that like. I would never buy anything full price from a department store. No, and that's, um, that's one of the things that I wanted to touch on. Yeah, so we all bought a couple of things, but we also just, like, wandered through all of the sections, and, like, there were guys' shirts there that were, like, they were fine, but they were, like, nothing special. You could get them at Target for $15, and they were there for 60 so, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. But... I don't know, the clearance section was good. If you, like, take the time to, like, look through everything, I think we all found stuff that we liked. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, that was one of the points in the USA Today article, um, was that to keep up with millennial shopping trends, department stores have had to constantly, constantly have sales because no one wants to buy anything at full price. Yeah. And, like, I think that's perfectly reasonable because the prices were crazy. I, like, it got... To, once we got to a certain point where I realized how expensive everything was, um, I didn't even bother looking at a rack unless there was a, was a sale site on it. Yeah. Right. Well, and especially because, like, we do most of our clothes shop... Well, I don't clothes shop really at all. But yeah, do we want to talk about how, like, kind of what our shopping habits are as millennials? Because I think we, the three of us, have very different shopping habits. Yes. Do we want to finish talking about the stores first? Or sure, do we yeah. Wanna, yeah. I, I just want right, to... Make sure. a note so you remember. The fuck did my pen go? Ate it. Hutchy. Um. I don't... Yeah, like you said, department stores basically just don't sell things at the regular price. I was shocked to see so <coughs> many things at regular price. Well, so Gabe, you worked at Kohl's for like... A long time. Four or five years, yeah. Yeah. Um, everything was always marked down. If it came in with an original price sticker on it, the first day we set it out, it's selling for like $5 less than that. Wow. Everything wow. was always on sale. Okay. So they, we could put a sale sticker on everything. Like, so did, I was, did you just do air quotes on, on sale? Did I see that properly? Yeah, I believe okay. I have no basis of fact in this because I was just a floor worker at a department store. I believe that most department stores inflate their prices dramatically now yes. so that everything can go on sale. They can put sale on it even when it's selling at what they would normally sell it at. That yes. makes total sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and with Kohl's, you get, like, rewards, too. Like, Kohl's cash is a big incentive, I would assume. Right. So at Kohl's, mm-hmm. there would be dead times, and that would be when there was no sale going on. No one bought anything unless they had a 15 to 30% off, and we were earning Kohl's cash. 
at which point people would buy everything so mm-hmm. yeah I and mean, that was that was like we we bought our like coffee maker at Kohl's and like yeah it was like sixty dollars and then it was on sale quote unquote for like seventy five percent off yeah so like I mean somebody made a profit on that like, sure yeah that's, that's what you got to think about is like they're not gonna sell it at a loss unless well because co- yeah because coffee coffee stuff like coffee makers also don't go out of fashion like they'll eventually sell sure, it yeah so like <coughs> hmm okay. Yeah, so it was just, like, expensive. Yeah, yeah, I would say I would say that was really the only... I mean, that's a big downside, and it ultimately is the reason that I don't shop at department stores. But for me, that was the only downside, really. Um, <coughs> I personally really like the experience of, like, walking through a mall with friends and, like, showing each other, like, ugly shit and <laughs> showing each other cute shit. And, like, I think I... I would say, like, that's a good example of technology, like, disconnecting millennials because it, it, it is so much easier to just shop online. But I think it's, like, about the experience of going shopping with people, you know? Because, like, I could post on Twitter, like, oh, I'm about to buy this dress. What do you guys think? And then just no one answers me. <laughs> but if I drive my friends to the mall, then they have to answer me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we spent a good couple, of, like, hour or two just walking around. It was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I and didn't... We, we spent, like, a decent amount of money that, like, wasn't too much for our budget, but, like, was still... More than we intended. Well, we, I think <laughs> we all intended on buying nothing. Yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> More I mean, that's intended. a win for them, more than we intended. Yeah. Right? They didn't do anything to get us in the door, but once we got in that door, <laughs> there we go. I will say that the one, so, <clears throat> one of I think one of the things on your list is that um, it's easier to shop online because you don't have to talk to salespeople. Yeah, that was one of the points that the, the USA Today video made, was that in department stores, they're they're meant to be a higher end experience. You're meant to be having a sales experience, and that's kind of the only remnant of that is the, like the makeup counter, and that's why the Sephora was like popping. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was like the only part of the store that was like popping was the Sephora, because like girls want to get makeup tips, I yeah. think. But like when I'm shopping for clothes, like. Hmm, so that was one of the things was like millennials don't really like being approached while they're shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I'm shopping by myself, I 100% have headphones in. So like if I have to take my headphones out to talk to anybody except for the cashier, <laughs> I'm curious. That was the most millennial sentence I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, it's true though. Like I'll be polite if somebody's trying to talk to me, but like I will end that interaction as fast as possible. Yeah. Wild. Um, or, like, a guy did, like, talk, try to talk to us yesterday. Gabe, Gabe was looking for uh, furniture, and we were up looking at, like, a table or something. And I was talking about how it was, like, it was 50% off because it was <laughs> it a was little a broken. <laughs> it was broken. <laughs> I was trying to show him how broken it was. And the sales guy came up and, like, was very chipper and had his arms open and was like, can I help you find it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> doing the most to try and sell us this table and that was the only guy that really approached us there were two people two staff members that looked at us suspiciously 
as if we yes. were going to steal something. Um, we are youths. We are youths. I'm not even that. that we're not teens, though. Like, yeah. I was a little insulted that they thought we were going to steal something. Tbh. I didn't think that they thought we were going to steal something. I just thought they thought they were we were going to like break something. Or like make yes. a mess. Or, yeah, make a mess. It was already a mess in there for the most part. Honestly, millennials spend so little time shopping in department stores. If there's a group of them that walks in, you think they're there to just have fun and wreck shit. That's, that's what we always assumed at work. That's fair. Well, mess up your displays. <laughs> yeah, you're like everything's gonna go to shit. What else you got, babe? Oh, we didn't talk about. Uh, so, in the men's department. Oh yeah. We thought it was a good selection. Yes. But then we got to, like, women's, and it was very, I don't want to say old lady. It was old lady. It was old lady. <laughs> I wouldn't, if if anybody wore any of the stuff that was in any of the sections of JCPenney, I would call them either, like, if they were younger, I would say you're a church girl, and if they were, like, I could see church girls, <laughs> I could see church girls wearing that stuff, and then, like. <laughs> Suburban moms in their early 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing all that stuff. Yeah. There was nothing else there. There was there was one dress that I said I would wear this to tea time. Yep. If I was, like, British. Uh, but there was really nothing I would wear in terms of, like, looking at the dress racks in the women's section. Well, it was very... There also wasn't, like, any professional wear either. No. Not like, there right. weren't even, like, basics. Like, you couldn't go to JC... That JCPenney, at least, and buy, like, black business pants. You or, could like... get a bright blue pantsuit. <laughs> <laughs> could get that. Yeah, we did see that. That was something. No, there... Something else I noticed, there was a lot of, like, athleisure for both men and women. Is that, like... A huge thing. Oh, that's yes. We yes. love that. Okay. We as a nation, I mean. Oh, but me okay. specifically as well. <laughs> I don't want to speak for you. You can give your opinion. Okay. Because I saw a lot of that, but and I, I didn't notice at the time that there was no professional wear. And I just feel like a department store sh- should have professional, professional wear. wear over, like, yoga pants. But times are changing, I guess. I mean... Millennials want to be comfy. It's always been very difficult to find women's business wear at department stores. I and I don't know what that says about the world, but I had never had a problem at the Sears getting business pants. There was a whole front section apostrophe or whatever it's called. It was great. Apostrophe. That's like the brand of like. I've never heard of it. I can go grab my business pants. I don't don't know. My (laughs) mother always complained about never finding work clothes at Kohl's. Yeah, I could see that, though. Well, it's because, like, like, I don't know if this is just because men's, like, fashion doesn't really change after they turn, like, 25. After that, it's basically, like... Khakis. Yeah. Khakis and, and like, fun <laughs> no, dress yeah. shirts until you're 70. That's true. Yeah. yeah, men's definitely move slower in terms of style. Yeah. yeah. Thing that came in at the same time for both men and women will look out of date for women and fine for men. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. So maybe that's part of it. But there, I will say, like, the accessories, at least, like, I don't know what's on trend for, like, the older women crowd, but 
like for accessories they were like on trend <clears throat> as far as like the earrings that I was looking at um but yeah really nothing for like anyone millennial age in the department stores no. um, at least the one that we went to yeah, I kind of wish we'd popped over to Macy's now that I know there's another one in there. <laughs> Honestly, we could have looked in and compared and contrasted. Yeah. Bummer. Sigh. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing is that, like, JCPenney definitely appeals to the older generation in terms of, like, so their second, the, sec- the first floor is, like, clothes and makeup, and then the second floor is, like, <coughs> home appliances and, like, furniture and stuff. And that's not something that, like, anybody I know who's a millennial will be buying from a store. No. Like, I don't think, other than the bookshelves in this house and our dining room table, which is new, um, which is also, which is just from Target, though, um, there's nothing in this house that is not bought off of, like, a person. That's not, like, second or third or fourth hand. Yeah. Um... So I don't know that JCPenney is trying to, even trying to, and I think that's, like, the trend, um, is for, like, people our age to be buying appliances and furniture from friends, not from stores. So I don't even know that necessarily JCPenney is trying to attract younger consumers. Yeah, did did anyone... I'll, I'll cut this out if not but did anyone look into what they're doing to try and draw people in like we did with Applebee's give me like 30 seconds okay great pop-up spaces and hosting events in stores like concerts to attract customers unconventional websites pit pivoting to websites basically but they said that a big thing that's um detracting from like millennials and gen z from coming into stores in the first place because, like, like we said, like, once we got in the door, it was fine. Is that millennials and Gen Zers are also not driving as much. They don't have their own cars. They're not getting driver's licenses. So, like, getting <laughs> them in the door is also the problem. Okay, so things that they're doing to get millennials in the door. Number one is pivoting to online. Yeah, they're just, like, giving up, basically. Cool. Way to go. <laughs> Number two, sales. We already talked about that. Yes. I'll buy all your shit that's on sale. I won't even look at your full price racks. <laughs> and then three is having pop-up stores. Like, doing, like, gimmick, in- in-store gimmicks, basically. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, discussing sure. number one. Online ordering actually works. This is crazy, but at Kohl's, we had no online ordering at all when I started. Uh-huh. By the time I left five years later, we had more people working in the buy online, pick up in store section than anywhere else. That's so weird to and me. And it got massive amounts of people into the store. Hmm. We did not have room up by customer service anymore to fit all of the online orders. So we had to keep clearing out new rooms to put the online orders in for people to pick up. It's insane how much it did work. Huh. People really like I get. I guess it's like the same thing with how I hate grocery shopping because I'd I'd be all for Instacart because I can just pick up my shit and go. But if I'm just picking up one thing, like if I'm just if I just need a coffee maker, I would either a just have it shipped to my house 
or B, just go and fucking buy it. Like, it just seems so weird to me that the number one way to, like, buy things now is to order it online and then go and get it anyway. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying it doesn't work, because obviously it's working, but, like... Well, like, there was a sign at the front of the JCPenney when we walked in that said, like, they're, pivot, they're like, introducing uh, order online, pick up in store at that location. So, like, I guess that's, that's what strange. they're doing. I guess it could work with clothes, because you, like, you can, like, shop from your bed and then try it on at the store. But, like, again, with, like, shit like coffee makers... I would just go buy it. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it makes sense for clothes. It makes sense for clothes to me. I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It clearly, I mean, it clearly does, right? Like, well, yeah, like I said, it's working, but, like, that's, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I've never tried that myself. I've never done an online order and pick up at the store. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Whatever. I haven't. But yeah, I don't know. So what do we what do we think about department stores, guys? I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I would not. I would like never decide to go to one. But yeah. once I'm there, fine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I don't so, have a problem with department stores. I just want us millennials to go shopping more. You know. <laughs> I think it's, that's what everybody wants. What all the capitalists want. <laughs> It's fun to go shopping with your friends. We all had fun. We did have fun. We had fun, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, like, used to go, like... You just don't the, like spending money at all. I don't like spending money at all. I did used to, like, go <laughs> to the mall with, like, friends in high school and stuff. Yeah. And we would, like, walk around for, like, a couple you of hours. crash the mall, like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's crash this public space that we're allowed to be in. <laughs> but you have a skateboard. Mm. I mean, you're clearly crashing. Mm-hmm. Those teens. You wanted to go over, like, to talk about our specific spending Oh, habits? yeah, so... Are we just going to, like, edit this earlier in, or...? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can move it around. Uh, we'll, we'll see how I creatively... <laughs> there. She's gonna David Lynch this shit Like change all our voices <laughs> No one's saying anything of value Because all the words are scrambled I was thinking about that the other day Like how I could potentially Like make recordings Of you guys saying outlandish shit now Because I have all of you have So <laughs> much to work with yeah. Of nonsense <laughs> Mostly Yeah Correct Um but yeah, so how do how do you all shop? Like, what's your? I mean, I can start, but like, prior to what was it like eight months ago? I worked at Kohl's, so I always just shopped there, used all their discounts and the employee discount, and saved fortune. So I have I don't I haven't really shopped for a lot of clothes since then, just because now we're of an age where you don't have to shop as often. So, I don't know what I'm going to start doing without that. Well, you did buy, like, eight pairs of leggings <laughs> in the last, like, three months. Yes, I, those were shopping online, though. Well, let's, uh, shopping <laughs> and they're crazy. online is part of your shopping, shopping habit. Yeah, yeah, I buy a lot of um, leggings, and I own five rompers, so. That you bought online. 
Correct. Okay. Everything purchased online. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen like a good romper or legging for men in a department store. No. So. Yeah. Probably doesn't appeal to enough people to stock it. Correct. Because <laughs> gay department stores. Yes. Or just open a gay section in your your current. JC you have to Penny. flash your gay card to get yes. in. Yeah. Um, okay, Hillary. I <laughs> do not shop. Um, no, I'll I have like one T-shirt. I have. <laughs> she has four gray T-shirts. How dare you? I have two pairs of jeans that are the same. I have four gray T-shirts. And between five and seven flannels <laughs> and running clothes, which consist of two pairs of shorts and free t-shirts. So I don't really shop. Um, I tend to wear all my stuff until it has like holes in it. And then I will continue to wear it for like a month or so after there are holes in it because I hate shopping so much. Um... At that point, either myself or Hillary's mom will notice that her shit has holes in it, and we'll just buy her a new one. Yeah, well, with the, like, so, jeans-wise, that shit'll go for a long time. Oh, yeah. As long as I can, like, artfully hide it with a sweater or whatever. (laughs) Um, Shoes will go even longer with holes. I just got rid of a pair of shoes that I've had since I was in, like, 10th grade. That have had holes in them since I was in 11th grade. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I just got rid of them this year. So like, I don't really, I don't shop for clothes really ever. Um, But then when I do, it's because it's like vital and so I'll spend like $100 or something. Which is a lot for me um, at the same time. And then not have to do it. Um, I guess... I'm the biggest, like, shopper here. So I do basically all of my shopping at a secondhand shop. Um, I really like clothes. I like to look cute. And I like to be... I wouldn't say I dress really trendy. More, I'm more of, like, a timeless sort of person because I want to wear my clothes longer than a season. Rainbow alien hoodies, everything. Mm-hmm. That'll never get old. <laughs> um... But yeah, so I I like to dress at secondhand stores because I think it's better for the environment and it's cheaper and it is we've we've talked about just Hillary and myself have talked about before how it is very difficult and expensive to shop ethically. And when I shop at a secondhand store, the original company may not be very ethical, but it's not coming my money's not going into their pockets anymore because this is a secondhand store so I feel less bad so I feel less bad about buying like American Eagle for instance um so that's the way I shop yeah that's my shopping identity yeah so I mean we shopping all have identity yeah <laughs> I mean, the fact is that despite, like, all of this, like, once you got us into the store, we all... Bought stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess it really is a question of just how can just department stores get millennials in the door, and, like, 
Yeah, I love not leaving my house. So yeah, and like the mall's far away from where I live. It's twenty minutes from where I live. <coughs> it's cold outside, so it's hard yeah. to get me there. And that's, I mean, I never shop online anyway because my body is weirdly proportioned, so nothing fits me. But I like, if I'm online shopping, the last place I'm gonna online shop is fucking J.C. Penney's or Macy's. Right. I would agree. Um, so, are we killing department stores? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I think the people that we were seeing that were actually at this JCPenney were all, like, in their 40s or older. Um, my personal favorite was the man who was walking too slow behind his wife and yelled at her for how slow he was. So wild. Did you see that? Yes. Oh my god. I forgot that we needed to talk about that. Yes, please talk about these heteros. I I don't have a lot to say about them except that like she was trying to get him to buy like shirts or something, like dress dressier shirts. Not even dress shirts, like polos. Um and she was like trying to go through the clearance section and stuff and like look at the price tags and stuff and he was just like making fun of her the whole time basically and like she was moving a little faster than he was and he was yelling at her for it and like yeah she had asked the worker like a specific question looking for something it might have just been where the clearance was so she followed the worker and then he like saddled probably more like a waddles up like a minute later like berating her like you left me (laughs) she's like i was following the worker move your ass (laughs) you're a big boy you can you can do this i promise yeah that was that actually brings up another point i wanted to talk about was like i don't know about like you guys but growing up like my dad did not shop for himself like my mom would just shop for him. Yeah, was that's that a, a shared thing. experience? Like, did no. your dad do his own shop? Like, just clothes. No, clothes no. Only. no, really. Okay. Pretty much anything my mom would try to pick out for him was not something he would ever choose for himself. Really. So he did most of his own shopping. Yes. Because huh. they was could the... rarely even. Sorry to cut you off. Oh no. They could right. rarely even go to stores together they would they'd have to go at separate times because it just it didn't work when they were shopping together (laughs) nothing would get chosen that's so funny because i was thinking while you were shopping i was like i don't think straight men really like buy their clothes once they're married like i feel like their wives just do it for them because i was watching you and then those two fucking (laughs) barraged into the clear clearance section and i was like do straight men that are married, like, not pick out their own clothes anymore? I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, Generally. I was I waiting feel, for, I like, something like specific. For no, that. I mean, like, my, like, growing up, like, my mom would always, like, have, like, Christmas presents would be, like, a new shirt. Like, Christmas yeah. presents from, like, me and, like, my sisters to um, Frank would always be, like, what was that? Oh, no. Christmas presents would always be like a, a new shirt or like pants or whatever. And like um my mom is like a very fashionable person, but like she'll like pick out Terry's clothes for like different things. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's you probably. Don't think so. I don't oh, think that men. Yeah, I've... I think it's probably changing a little bit now because, like, as like we our generation, oh no, as our generation starts to get married and stuff, I think younger people tend to be more fashion conscious. Yeah, generally. So we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> but yeah. Okay, so are we killing them? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, do they deserve to die? They're not really trying to get us in the door, so... Yeah, if I they guess die, it's kind of their own fault. Yeah, like, try harder, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. I have nothing against you, but try harder. <laughs> I just don't know, like, what else they should do. Like, I don't know either. They may be... There's just, I think just it's just, something. like, so outdated. There's nothing... Yeah. I, I don't know what they can do. I don't have a solution for them. I'm rooting for them. It's like watching a little like Are we rooting turtle. For them? <laughs> I like I said, I have nothing against them. I know only like half the they turtles will make it back to nice the water, parade. but they do put on a nice parade. True. <laughs> I do watch that shit every year. Alright. Is that all we got? And that's all we got. Alright. Did we want to talk about what we specifically bought or like no? Oh, do we want to do a haul? Do you, <laughs> oh my god, do we want to do like a quick video haul of what we bought? Oh, you don't have your stuff yet. I don't have my stuff, no. Oh, damn. We should have done it last night. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, well, I bought um, earrings that are enormous and square. Like, they're hoop, they're hoop earrings, but they're squares. Are they squares or diamonds? I guess they're diamonds because they're on an angle. Um, but I didn't want to say diamonds because then it just sounds like they're diamond earrings. Oh, you know now I, mean? I now I understand that yeah. confusion. I wasn't having that mentally. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, and I bought that cute bag. Yeah, I was gonna. It's right next to you. Yeah, I was gonna buy a quarter zip, but I put back the quarter zip and bought this really cute um backpack instead. And then Hillary bought um the cutest little sweater vest that she's it's wearing. It's not a sweater right vest. Now. It's a full-on vest. It's a sweater vest. It's, it's a sweater, sweater but it's only a vest. It's a sweater vest. Sweater vest is a specific thing, though. What in God's name are you talking about? <laughs> Am I wrong? I a would call that a sweater vest. vest. Is a specific thing, and it is the thing that you're wearing. <laughs> All right. Well, I got that. It was on clearance in the men's section. I look like a man who needs to get a pipe. Yeah, you look um, like a man who's going to go home and work on his ship in a bottle. Um, so I bought that, and I bought a t-shirt from the boys' section <laughs> that has a little uh, pocket on the, uh, like a breast pocket that has a dinosaur with headphones coming out of it. Um, <coughs> oh, and I bought Christmas pant- pants. Sorry. Christmas what? <coughs> Let's try that again. Christmas. I brought pant bought pants that are like ugly Christmas sweater pattern. Yeah, they're like pajama joggers basically. Yeah, they're dope. Very comfortable. Fuzzy on the inside and half pockets. Nice. Nice. I bought just a pair of basketball shorts and then a pair of um khaki shorts. Khaki. (laughs) (laughs) What? And a reversible belt because I broke mine like months ago and I've been wearing cloth belts and I really needed to make the change. I wore cloth belts with the suit to you guys' wedding because I didn't have a <laughs> I didn't have a belt. To be fair, you wore a Pac-Man suit to our wedding. Correct. So I love the Pac-Man. That's fine. Yeah. It delivered. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think we're all satisfied with the stuff we bought. So that's good. Yeah, I'm pleased. Yeah. Thumbs up. For now, at least, we'll see how long it takes for it to fall apart. Yeah. Well. We'll see. I mean, when it falls apart, you'll keep wearing it, so it's yeah. not like the money is <laughs> gonna go on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm. I could be a bummer. <laughs> if you what? wanted to no. be. No. 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 Be a bummer. No bummers. Be a bummer. She could edit it out. I'm turning off the recording. No, it's just the whole. Thank like... you for listening. <laughs> Okay, fine, do the outro, and then she can be a bummer. It's the whole environmental implications of fast fashion, you know. Oh, I don't really care. Wow, you you fucking suck. (laughs) Um, There's the difference between not wanting bummers on the podcast and not caring at all. I just want to say that. All right, so thank you for listening to episode number four of The Gayest Generation. Uh, as per usual, please, please uh, feel free to tweet Leave us. us. Voice mail. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> Can we set up a hotline? <laughs> we can set up a hotline if you want. Um, Sorry. Maybe for episode five because I'm not doing it right now. Um. Yeah, please uh, tweet at us. We're at the gayest Jen, J G E N. Excuse not me. Not Judge Jen. The gayest Jen. G-E-N. Uh, we're also uh, available via email. Um, that is gayestgeneration at gmail.com. So feel free to tweet us, email us. Um, you can tweet using the hashtag thegayestgen, and we'll, we'll keep an eye on that as well. And, uh, yeah. And, um, Hillary will fart on camera for money. Apparently. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so. That's true. If you're interested in that, just hit up Hillary directly. Um, I'm sure you can find her Twitter, because only five people listen to this. <laughs> they all follow me on Twitter anyway. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Any, anything else we want to say? Bush did 9-11. Wow. Thanks. <laughs>